Parlays, player props, and predictions are back for week seven in the NFL today. I've got my four favorite player props, a money line parlay, an underdog fantasy parlay, and a first touchdown score for Sunday Night Football, Dolphins versus Steelers. I appreciate you for tuning in. My name's Austin from Calling Our Shot. I had a pretty good start to the season so far for player props, and we went six and three last week. We'll take that. We're also 1-0 on the week thanks to Alvin Kamara on Thursday Night Football. And let's just hope for another profitable Sunday in the NFL. Now, if you're new, smash that subscribe button down below. If you haven't done it, what are you doing? Go down below. It takes a second. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button, too. Trying to get to 50,000 subscribers by the end of the year. I have faith in you guys. Now, if you want to check out my favorite spread picks, you can definitely go check out this video. The thumbnail looks identical to this one. You can go follow it. It'll be linked at the end of the video in the pinned comment section down below. Get my three favorite spread picks of this weekend, and we've been doing pretty good on spreads so far. My last note, this video is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. If you don't know what Underdog Fantasy is, allow me to introduce them to you just a free app you can just place your player prop parlays on there and if you sign up using our code cos or the link in the description get a hundred percent deposit match they'll match whatever amount of money you put in there up to a hundred bucks take advantage of an underdog parlay at the end of this video let's get into my favorite player prop of the weekend a one and a half unit play Debo Samuel. We're taking his over 58 and a half receiving yards minus 115 on bet MGM. Now, last week we took this identical prop and Debo treated us nicely cashing out in the fourth quarter, but that was a bad game for the 49ers. Debo had seven receptions for 79 yards, although he was stuck at like 21 receptions late into the fourth quarter, but ended up getting it done. You look at Debo over the last four games, all of which Jimmy Garoppolo has started eight, seven, nine, and 10 targets. So they're seeing a bunch of targets and he's actually had six plus targets every single game this season. We know Jimmy Garoppolo is going to throw the football and he's going to throw it to probably Debo Samuel a large part. And Debo Samuel targeted six plus times in 27 games in his career. He's at this over in 21 of those 27 games. So I love the sample size. I think Debo Samuel is going to see six plus targets as they play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night. Or not on Sunday night. I believe there's Sunday afternoon game. But look, Kansas City is going to be able to score the football. They're going to be able to score points playing against the 49ers banged up defense. While the 49ers probably keep this game closer than people might expect, I think the Chiefs are going to have to throw the ball, and we're going to see the 49ers have to throw the ball too. They're not going to be able to run, run it nonstop. I know they got Christian McCaffrey back now, but look, they're not going to be able to run it that much. And still, the Chiefs have actually been decent on the ground. But in the air, they're allowing the 27th fewest or sixth most passing yards in the league. And like I said, when Jimmy Garoppolo steps back, it's going to large in part go to Debo Samuel. I don't see Christian McCaffrey playing a big role in this game. I saw them maybe involve him in the red zone, but I'm not worried about that. Debo Samuel, I think he has a pretty good game. Ask him to get 60 plus receiving yards is not a lot. This guy could break off a 60 yard catch and run. That's how talented he is. Give me Debo Samuel, favorite player prop of the weekend, one and a half units, over 58 and a half receiving yards. Now, let's move on. And speaking of Christian McCaffrey, let's go to his X team, the Panthers. I'm taking DJ Moore over four and a half receptions, plus 100 on DraftKings. Now, I leaned his over in receiving yards, but look, the Panthers are allergic to throwing the ball down the field, and I think DJ Moore is one of the more talented NFL players, and especially on this offense that the Panthers got. Now, look, they got Christian McCaffrey out of there. What are they going to do on offense? Your question, your answer is as good as mine, but Moore has had a disappointing start to his year. This is a guy that had like 1,100 yards in three straight seasons. Disappointing to say the least, but we are 1-0 betting his overs this season. Let's make it 2-0. Now, Moore has only five-plus receptions in one of six games this year. That's not great, but he has seen 11, 8, and 7 targets the last two weeks. He's P.J. Walker's favorite and only target really out there, and I just think they're going to have to get him the ball. We saw last year when D.J. Moore was playing without Christian McCaffrey, which is obviously what he's doing on Sunday. We saw him playing a lot of those shorter roles, those out-of-the-backfield routes, those whip routes, all those sort of things, and they're just trying to get the ball into his hands, kind of like what they did with CMC last week where we saw the Panthers get McCaffrey seven receptions. 
DJ Moore had seven targets, only three receptions in that game. But this is a team against the Buccaneers, a team that DJ Moore has owned. Despite inconsistent QB play throughout his whole career, he's hit this over in five of his last six games versus the Buccaneers. And ultimately, I think with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, they'll be able to put up some points. We'll need PJ Walker and the Panthers to throw the football, asking DJ Moore to get five receptions. They could be five screen plays. I don't care if he has five receptions for three yards. I think DJ Moore has a good chance. And it's plus 100. Sign me up. I think the Panthers need to throw him the ball. I think they're going to get him going, even if they want to trade him next week. Now, let's move on to another running back. Well, actually, we haven't talked about a running back yet, but he's the guy on the thumbnail. Saquon Barkley. We're taking his over 25 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. Now, Saquon, congrats, man. Happy to see him healthy. Everyone loves seeing Saquon. I mean, he's one of the most electric players to watch in the NFL. But his receiving yards line has been a constant roller coaster. And what, what do I mean by that? Well, week one, he went over. Week two, under. Week three, over. Four, under. Five, over. Six, under. Well, week seven's here. By law, he's kind of got to go over. But not only that, we're not just riding this trend. Although sometimes trends do work out like that. The Jaguars' opponent on Sunday, very good at stopping the run. They actually have only allowed the third fewest rushing yards per game in the NFL. And so it could be tough sledding for Barkley on the ground. But he, they've still been trying to get him the ball in the air. You look at Barkley, three-plus receptions in five of six games this year. The one game he didn't have three-plus, he had two in that game. So they're getting the ball, and we know Saquon. He can make one guy miss, take up a reception for 50 yards, 30 yards, for all I care. He can do that. And Saquon Barkley, look at his receptions line, sitting at three and a half. About even value on most books. Sharper books actually love the over at minus 127. And Barkley, he's hit this over into 14 of 23 games with three or more receptions in his career. That would go hit the under, yet Sharper books still like the over. Last week, we saw the Colts just say, eh, run game, get lost. We'll just throw the ball 900 times. And I don't necessarily think the Giants are going to do that. They're not throwing Daniel Jones 58 times. But still, we saw Deion Jackson, their backup running back, come in. 10 receptions, 79 yards. The Giants will see that. See, oh, we can exploit them through the air to our running back. We've seen other guys hit this over. Austin Eckler, Naheem Hines, Antonio Gibson. All of these guys easily hit this over. And then you look at a couple guys like J.D. McKissick, Miles Sanders. Both didn't have a ton of receptions. Both got to like 20 and 22 receiving yards. So they were both very close. We know Saquon, like I said, take a screen pass. He can break a couple tackles, take it up the field. He can easily get 30 yards on one pass. I think Saquon does a lot of his work on Sunday in the air. It's going to be his over 25 and a half receiving yards. I probably played up to 26, 27 and a half. Now, let's move on to my final player prop of the week. It's a team that is desperate for a win and a wide receiver that I think is going to get on the same page with his, with his future Hall of Fame quarterback. His name's Alan Lazard. He'll take his over 49 and a half receiving yards, minus 108 on FanDuel. Now, I'd be bold enough. I would have put this as a one and a half unit play, but I don't want to lose one and a half units on Alan Lazard. But I do think Alan Lazard has a good chance to get 70 or more receiving yards on Sunday. That would be plus 225 on FanDuel. Now, Lazard continues to see a ton of pack, uh, targets as the Packers' number one wide receiver. We know Devontae Adams is in L Las Vegas. But the last three weeks, eight, eight, and nine targets. He's clearly Aaron Rodgers' number one guy. And I know Bob Tunyon got like 12 targets last week. That's not going to be something that continues. But over the last two weeks, well, let's talk about those three games. He had 116, 35, and 76 receiving yards. So hitting the over in two of the last three. Now, him and Rodgers haven't been on the greatest of same pages the last two weeks. Only eight receptions on 17 targets. So they should be able to get a go on Sunday against the, you know, commander's defense is really stunk. And Lazard's a guy that's going to get a lot of deep targets. He's not a guy that's going to normally run those like three yard routes. And you're just like needing him to break tackles to get receiving yards. If he's getting receptions, they're normally 10, 15, 20 yard catches. And he has the capability to hit a 50 yard reception in this game, make this a no sweat bet. I mean, you look at the commander secondary, stanking it up. They've allowed 10 wide receivers to have 50 plus receiving yards first in the season. That included two Chicago Bears last week. And the Bears stink. They have, they're passing games anemic. 
and we had Justin Fields over in passing yards, and it was rough to watch. All 10 of those guys have hit 60-plus receiving yards versus commander secondary. That's really been struggling. 60-plus for Lazards, plus 152 on FanDuel. Every single team that's faced the commanders has had at least one wide receiver at 50 or more receiving yards. Four of the six teams have had two plus, and ultimately it's going to be Alan Lazard and Romeo Dobbs out there. They're playing like 99% of the snaps. We've got Sammy Watkins still injured. Christian Christian Watson still injured. Randall Cobb now injured. Lazard's reception prop sitting at four and a half, which is roughly around plus 120 to minus 101 value. So it's still plus money more or less on the over, but Lazard's only had five receptions in one game this year, one of five games. So the fact that they're even putting it at four and a half, it's a pretty good sign. Even if he only gets four receptions, He's hit this over in 11 of 16 career games with four plus receptions, three of his five misses. He ended with 45, 45, and 42 receiving yards. And if he even gets up to five plus, he's hit the over in, I believe, seven of nine games with five or more receptions. So if he gets the four, five receptions, I think he gets it done. He could also get it done on one reception. That's all. I don't really care how Lazar gets it done. We just need 50 receiving yards. I think he's capable of getting that done. Let's move on to Moneyline Parlay. And then we got an underdog parlay and that first touchdown score. Last week's Moneyline Parlay, yeah, no, it sucked. It was it was pretty bad. But that was a lot of upsets. Let's get a winner this week. We need to get back on track. I think we cashed out on week four. Let's get a winner today. We've got four legs plus 500. Cowboys, Colts, Bengals, and Packers. All on the money line plus 500 on DraftKings. Sign me up. Let's only sprinkle on this. The money line parlay is arguably one of the hardest things to hit in the NFL in any major sport. Now, the Cowboys taking on the Lions. Well, I think the Lions could cover this. I don't know if the Cowboys can afford to lose this game to the Lions. And while the Lions did have a bye week last week, Dak Prescott's back. I think their defense ultimately can win them this game against the Lions. The Lions, we know, don't play any defense. I'm going to skip the Colts for last. Now the Bengals taking off Falcons. Falcons are cover wagons. They're the GOAT team in the NFL. Do they win cover against the Falcon against the Bengals? I don't think so. Could they cover? Maybe, but I think the Bengals do get it done at home. Then you got the Packers money line. I said they're searching for a win. They need a win. They can't afford to lose this game. They lose this game. Packers fans are going to be throwing, burning some cheese heads. I, I don't see them losing to Taylor Heineke and the Commanders. Maybe the Commanders cover, but I think the Packers do end up winning that one. And then the Colts, we skipped them over, but ultimately I look at this game, it could go either way. They're the underdog on this uh, card, but the Colts can't afford really to go down 2-0 to the Titans, losing both games. Then they lose all tiebreakers. I think they want to try to even this up as best as they can. I know Matt Ryan is not, I don't love trusting. Don't love trusting Ryan Tannehill either. I think this is more of a coin flip. So you give me plus value on a coin flip for a team that kind of needs to win a little bit more. Obviously the Titans coming off a bye, they should probably win, but I think the Colts have a good chance of getting that done. It's a money line parlay. It's a dart throw in itself. Now, before I dive into my first touchdown score, Promised an underdog fantasy parlay. And here you go. Like I said at the top of the show, if you sign up using our code COS, you get 100% deposit match. It's free money. Take advantage of it. Shout out to all the people that have already used our code this NFL season. I appreciate you guys. You can get that deposit match. Now I got five legs, $10 turns into 200. I'll put all five of them up on the screen and we'll talk about each of them. Now, I don't need to talk about three of the legs. Saquon Barkley, Alan Lazard, Debo Samuel. Their lines are roughly the same as what I took them on. Uh, you can uh, scroll back in the video and see why I like them. Now let's talk about Justin Tucker. Four straight weeks has a kicker kicked two field goals versus the Browns. The problem is some of them have missed. I think two of those kickers did miss some field goals, didn't get it done. Tucker, we know, rarely ever misses. One of the most efficient, accurate kickers in NFL history. Two plus field goals, three straight games, and two plus field goals in nine of his last 14 games. Also three field goals in both matchups versus Cleveland last year. Hit this in 10 of his last 16 versus Cleveland, and two of the six misses, he missed a field goal in there. I don't see Tucker missing. Two plus field goals, go get it done. As for Ryan Suckup, well, the Buccaneers, they get to the red zone a lot. 
They just have really been struggling. Suckup has hit this over in five of six games this season. Panthers have a decent enough defense to kind of play some red zone defense, stop the Buccaneers offense, which has been struggling to score touchdowns. And like they're going to have the, the Bucs are going to have the ball a lot. This Panthers offense, very anemic, might lead to some turnover, short field position, end of you know, two minute drives, all that sort of things. Suckup, I think he can get it done. Three of six field goal kickers versus Carolina have hit this over. Two of three that missed had two plus field goal attempts. They just missed some field goal attempts. Suckup's pretty good, pretty talented, one of the better kickers in the league. So I think he can get it done. Five legs, $10 to turn into 200. Look, sign me up. I'll put a little bit of a sprinkle on that one. And as always, sign up for sign up for Underdog Fantasy using code COS and you get a 100% deposit match. Now, finally, what you've all been waiting for, a first touchdown score, Dolphins Steelers. These are a true dark throw. So as always, only sprinkle on them. We had a couple of bullseyes early on in the year. Let's get back to that momentum. And I'm going to be going with Tyreek Hill, plus 600. Now, Tyreek Hill hasn't scored a touchdown in four straight weeks. And I know he's not the biggest red zone target, arguably probably one of the smallest on the field, but he has the ability to take one to the house. And I think he could get that done. We look at the Steelers defense, played way too well last week against the Buccaneers. This is a team that's really struggled defensively, especially in the secondary and on the ground. And I just think Tyreek Hill, he could beat him deep once. And I think that certainly is possible with two attack of Iloa back. They're in Miami. I think he's got a good chance. I also considered Mike Kosicki plus 1500 on Bandu. That's great value. I doubt it's plus 1500 by kickoff, but he's the tallest receiver out there for the Dolphins in case they throw a jump ball. But I think it's Tyreek Hill's night. I think he gets dumped plus 600. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll sprinkle on it. But that's going to wrap it up. Four player props, money line parlay, underdog parlay, Sunday, first night football, first touchdown score. Appreciate you guys. My three favorite sped picks for Sunday. You can go check out that video. It's popping up on the screen. I'd appreciate it if you go show some love with that video as well. We have a new sponsor in that one for ticket. In case you're ever interested in buying some tickets. So go check out that. Appreciate you guys always tuning in. See you guys in the other videos. I'm Austin. I'm signing out. Peace.